the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Bible Live Quiz Hour. It's time to test and grow your knowledge of the Bible. The entire Bible every year. On Sunday nights at 9, join us here for the Bible Live Quiz Hour. Sophie will ask questions from the Bible Live leads. You call in with the correct answers and you win. It's just that simple. So get out your Bible, put on your thinking cap, and hit that speed dial. Because here's the host of The Bible Live. Your Apache Indian scout through the book of books, Soapy Dollar. Hello, everybody. Good to, good to talk with you this evening. I'm so glad to be on the air once more. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Yeah. (laughs) We are back. Yes. Thank you, John. And thank you, folks, for all the prayers and all the good wishes during this time. I've been been rehabbing and uh, (laughs) uh, doing a lot of working on my diction, working (laughs) on my, my pronunciation of words and so on. Uh, hoping and I will be able to return to be with you on the air someday. And what a day to to make a comeback, yeah. Dad! Uh. <laughs> yeah, not, just a perfect day. He Aww. rose from the dead, but I, Anisha, came back and from. That's uh, right. It is based on his rising from the dead that we have a hope of all he, of all healing of all eternal uh, exactly, eternal hope. <laughs> exactly right. It's a joy to be with you as we. Um, are we starting tonight? We're beginning tonight. Uh, the Gospel of John. He, well, let's say we we read John this past week, one through nine, and so we will continue. Chapters uh-huh. one through nine. Mm-hmm. We finished up. We finished the book of Second Samuel. Yes, right. And uh, I did some things that are kind of noteworthy there toward the end of the. Uh, book of Second Samuel, mm-hmm. but we'll hurry on into the book of John and celebrate being in the full light of the Messiah mm-hmm. and uh, the the joy of Resurrection, Resurrection Sunday. So yeah. that'll be great, Stacey. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about, uh, about Second Samuel? Well, um, yes, I guess one of the things that, um, you know, as far as Second Samuel, First and Second Samuel, written as one book, um, and so in just the modern, we've divided it into two. But um, wow, <laughs> what a history! Um, the characters, the names, um, a lot of you know, a lot of very of, of, of the most famous characters of the Old Testament. I mean, 
David, Goliath, Saul, Jonathan, um, Hannah, you know, Hannah's story. And when she um, finds out she's pregnant with Samuel, her uh, is kind of the original poem, the original oh, song yes. that she sings that they think that maybe even Mary might have modeled her song after. Um, so these really incredible stories um, that, and and yet... You know, it's not quite so bleak as judges, you know, um, as far as the darkness. And um, so really this is setting us up for the golden, kind of the golden ages of Israel. Um, And so it's it's fascinating. I really enjoyed this read of it, this, um, and got a lot out of, each time you read it, I think, Maybe this is the time that I'll actually be able to pronounce all the names. <laughs> it wasn't. I still can't. But um, the dates start to make a little bit more sense. The timeline, the characters, you start to feel like you really do understand and know maybe that history, that time period, um, a little bit more about at least the people group, the nation group, and maybe what God is doing in his nation building um, well, it, through it, it, it is this. a it's a key book of transition. Yes, uh-huh. they're moving away from the uh, not not entirely away from the authority of the high priest and right. preacher, but the the prophets now right. will take center stage, yes. and of course now we'll have a king instead of judges. Right. So uh, it's. it's Really a big jump, mm-hmm. and perhaps one of the great lessons of it is that, uh, it, it's funny to me, not funny, <laughs> <laughs> not but funny. it's interesting mm-hmm. that Samuel and uh, others in the book, one of the key problems that, that pop up uh, among the people of God in uh, as especially key leaders, is their parenting. Mm, I know, right? Yeah, and that's something that the, the, the parent, right. Samuel's children, mm-hmm. Eli's children. Right. I remember Saul's, you. Yes, right. I remember you. Even da- I mean, David's children. Yeah, uh, I remember you saying Eli was a a, a good priest, a horrible father. <laughs> he was a successful priest, uh, not a successful father, and that kind of sat. It's sad. Uh, it makes me a little bit um, sad. Yeah, they have not quite mastered that, uh, the family and the role, even uh, father, husband, even. Um, I, that, yeah, that is, what do you? With the function of, um, uh, it's also a function of, uh, uh, there's no, everything is, is short term. Uh, the, the priest or the prophet or the individual has their ministry, their time, their usual God, and yet it stops there. It doesn't go on to the children right. serving God and trusting God. Right. And, of course, I, I, I'm i assuming that that is important to God, mm-hmm. that that calling that mm-hmm. we had to be uh, uh Moms and dads, and mm-hmm. so on. It's um, 
Well, I even, find that fascinating, yeah, really. Right. Well, I mean, even built in the, to the culture. I mean, the uh, um, I mean, write it on the hearts uh, uh, that the next generation. I mean, it was so important that it be passed down generation to generation, and so if not primarily through the parents to their children, you almost wonder, did they have another means of doing this that was, uh, I guess, maybe successful because I guess the story did get, did get passed down. But, uh, yes, that is – it's that – you see it. Maybe you kind of uh, – it it did happen. I mean, you know, but, boy, they they just stumbled – seems like they just stumble through it. They just kind of have to – I guess what you really see is it is not about our ability. It is God's faithfulness. He just has his hand. He, And you see this – that some seed of, you know, of, of, of the good news, of the, of the covenant, of the promise is going to make its – it's going to bear fruit. Um, it could be – I mean, in very – you know, Boaz and Ruth. I mean, David is yeah. their, what, great-great-grandson? Right. Is that right, of Boaz? Yes. Uh, and so who, who would have thought? But somehow, you know, God raised up from some unassuming, right. you know, he, he will he will make it happen. <laughs> um, and that, yeah. that is one of the uh, most beautiful stories, beautiful stories in the Old Testament, that friendship, Naomi and Ruth and, mm-hmm. and, and so on. Uh, there was a, a one thing I wanted to mention about Second Samuel. Would you remember that David took a uh, 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 census, he counted the people, mm-hmm. and he was not told to right. I don't that that's strange that's something that's <laughs> a little strange they were not to do that they're okay. not to reduce a human being to a number or the idea and not to trust in their army the size of their army or in their economy they were to trust in God himself mm-hmm. and I, I suppose it's a lesson but uh, he made this mistake and he was told he could have a choice of three punishments if you remember and that reminded me when I was a kid uh, at the boys ranch and say uh, you're going to get a whip now go out in the backyard and, get, and give me a rope. switch <laughs> and I'd bring a blade of grass or something <laughs> but uh, you might want to talk about that a bit but he had the choices. They always can make it a question. They get. I like it. Let's do it as a question. Okay. In Second Samuel twenty-four. So if you uh, want to look it up, if you haven't listened, um, what were the three punishments David had to choose from, and which did he select? I like that. That's a yeah. That's a great question. I'd be curious. Mm-hmm. If you're curious, look it up. Second Samuel twenty-four. Or if you remember, if you did the readings and. Uh, remember, give us a call, 210-340-9585. We'd love to hear from you. Um, oh, maybe we'll give you a choice of three gifts <laughs> if you call in with this. <laughs> We're about choices this evening, I guess. In Second Samuel 24, what were the three punishments David had to choose from, and which did he select? Um, 210-340-9585.
right. Do we let's see? We want to do any more questions? There's a couple there. Um, I I find it interesting. I don't, know, I, I don't know if we need to make it a question, but I find it interesting. Arauna, Arauna's mm -hmm. threshing floor, mm -hmm. the uh, place where David uh, mm. uh, offered his, his sacrifice oh, to the is Lord. That's interesting, yeah. And that place is so prominent. It was the it was the place of the temple mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. at that time. It was also that was the place. Mm -hmm. Where Abraham offered Isaac, mm -hmm. uh, it's a very key place, and it became the location of the temple. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's your, just an interesting uh, yeah. place well, that was honored, right? And that kind of speaks back though to, you know, you talked about fathers and sons or parenting, and I mean, just the fact that they knew where that site was. Somebody had to have told somebody who had to have told somebody, and they would have had to pass it. So as far as, uh, mm. yeah. you know, when it, when it comes to maybe, oh, I don't know, maybe this is a lesson for us today, but I don't think it was for lack of children knowing the information. I mean, it was there. They had passed it along. Um, I guess it was more a matter of, the children taking it to heart or to, 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 um, you know, to what is the phrase? Um, I will be their God and they will be my people. Um, it's always presented there. It's always yeah. the, I, uh, you know, it's, but it's a matter of if they choose to be God's people, I will be their God. Will you yeah. be God's people? It's a key location, uh, for several events and, it has that the, the people somehow gave it the importance to remember mm -hmm. uh, it, Mount Moriah is, oh, is another name for it. Oh, wow, really? I didn't Mount Moriah. Uh -huh. uh, and that's so. where uh, Mount Moriah is uh, when Elijah, right, Van? Uh, no, Moriah is the one where Abraham offered up Isaac. Right, okay. But what did it, was it, it was also something... Later, right? That remember. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back. It's That's a question for my <laughs> chin. I don't know that one. Okay, I thought it was another bit. Maybe I'm I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. um, well, so that was um, yes. So Second Samuel. I mean, it's of course. I love the history. I love um, any kind of anyone interesting interested in you know political science or nation groups or sociology. I mean, Samuel is a fascinating part of scripture uh, just because it's in many ways very modern. I mean, you've got turmoil and politics and personalities and um, you've got faith and um, you've got religion, you know, some that are just religious. You've got witchcraft. Saul even brings in, you know, sorcerers and you've got uh, and then you and then you have genuine faith and you see um, and you see you see, you know, messing up. You see mistakes all, uh, you know, on both. You see mistakes everywhere. Um, but you also see a genuine heart that is truly seeking God and is hum 
whom humble and repentant, um, and you yeah. see those that aren't. And uh, so it's a great. God great, is able to work in either case. Mm-hmm. Also, you see the sovereign hand of God mm-hmm. work in with the people, mm-hmm. even when they have a, a failed or mm-hmm. weaker leader, mm-hmm. when there are mistakes, mm-hmm. he can still work his will mm-hmm. in terms of the overarching Damn. important role the uh, the the plan of redemption mm-hmm. that he that he is carrying out mm-hmm. through that people mm-hmm. and their part in it uh it's just really is yeah. uh, amazing book Would when you, you look at from that perspective Right. Would you mind, um, do you think you can walk through the dates real quickly again um, from, let's see, so Egypt is 14. Nope. Somewhere uh, 1450, 1400. And then we've got 350 years of the judges. Well, let's see. Now, Egypt is, um, Egypt is, uh, 1300. Okay. Egypt, coming out of Egypt. Uh, they had the 40 years in the wilderness. Sure, okay. And then uh, they have the 1450 or so, and they Fighting. enter into Canaan. The Canaan. And then they have uh, about 25 years of warfare. Okay. Uh, seven or eight years of open open warfare. Right. And then the tribes were given the task of Clearing cleaning up, up their allotment, mm-hmm. the land that they were given. And then you enter to the judges, 325, okay. 240 years. You come to 1050, I think it is. Yes. 1050, uh, 1050 B.C., and that's when... Um, Saul. Yes, uh, you, the first king, Saul. And 1010, you have the second king, David. And 970, you you have Solomon. And in 930, the kingdom divides. So now we haven't gotten even... Well, well, I guess we've got David. Okay. But uh, we haven't made our way through that entirely until right. we get into kings. Right, okay. But that's all we'll be looking at. Uh, there, yes, there's a little uh, foreshadow. There's a preview for you. Yes, yes. <laughs> but um, that is what is, so that's another thing that is so interesting to me is, you know, you think of this time and we kind of, when you think of Israel, we freeze frame it. I Well, I tended to. um with David and the unified, uh, and I guess that's why they call it the golden age, Because, but it really was only about 40 years yeah. when Israel was actually a, a whole unified nation. And then, I mean, it is not, well, un- well under sure, Solomon. under Solomon it was as well, but then they split. So maybe it's about 70 years that it is. And uh, I think that that is very interesting. Well, we have a caller, and I'm so excited. I uh, love this voice so much. It is, uh, I believe, Janice. Are you on the line? 
Yes, I am. It's so hard. Hey, my, my sister-in-law. It's hard for me to say Janice. Yes, it is. That's my niece and brother-in-law. Oh, my goodness. I am thrilled to hear your voice tonight. Oh, thank so, you. So, Stacy. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, it's mutual. We love hearing yours. And that's sweet. Um, what a, rec- a, a voice of recognition, you know, what, what that does to a, a heart. It just lifts the spirits. Oh, a familiar voice. Oh. Well, yes, and I called in to answer the question, but can I talk just a little bit before I answer the question? Oh, yes, please. <laughs> okay. Um, Soapy being there tonight, you're being there tonight, Soapy, is an answer to prayer. It will be two months tomorrow, and That's every right. single day our whole family has lifted you up in prayer, and you too, Stacy, carrying on in his absence. <laughs> I don't know who needed more prayer. <laughs> <I'm just teasing. laughs> well, I know it, and 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 Suzanne too. And anyway, when I heard your voice tonight, I just started thanking God and Aww. weeping. And I thought, oh, I've got to call in and answer this question. <laughs> Usually, I just fall asleep, but tonight is very special. And uh, what you, a Janice. what a Sunday, soapy on Resurrection Sunday that God would allow you to be back. Yes. yes. Thank you oh, very happy. much. Janice. You are welcome. <laughs> well, Were you going to answer our question? <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, yes. Uh, I know yes. you can. <laughs> well, well I, I had to review it, though. I did have to open my Bible, but Stacey told me right where to go, so I didn't even have to Google it. <laughs> Nice. Well, the three choices were seven years, seven years of famine, okay, or three months uh, before the the enemies, while the enemies were going to would chase him, yeah. or three days. So we've got seven years, three months, or three days of pestilence. And um, David chose the three days of pestilence. Well, yes. that, is that right? That is correct. You, you, that is that's yes. an, it, you framed it so interestingly you did. in terms of time. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I don't know if uh, uh, he explains something of his purpose, the reason he made that decision. Exactly, Soapy. And, and that's what I don't quite understand. Every time I've read this, I have a question in my mind. David said he would he was choosing the three days of pestilence because that he was in great straits and in great trouble. And he said he would rather fall into the hand of the Lord because the Lord's mercies are great instead of falling into the hand of man. But uh, the only one that seemed like the hand, the only punishment that seemed like the hand of man would be the enemies. And so that is always a question mark in my mind. Hmm. Maybe with seven because famine, seven years of famine. Well, perhaps that was uh, caused by man. Well, if you think of right. inflation, and, saying, <laughs> and, <laughs> right. and you're saying groceries and gas, and uh, so well, that's there it is. <laughs> I'll lay that out. That, would, that, that is a correct answer, and that is mm-hmm. uh, exactly what was going. On. And finally, can you tell us? Uh, just to clear this up, finalize it, how did his punishment end? Okay, well, let's see. Everybody died from Dan to Beersheba, 70,000 men. Oh, the angel stretched the, his hand upon Jerusalem to destroy it. Yes. I'm reading now, or, I'm, you know, I'm paraphrasing. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah, so the Lord repented him of the evil, and he told the angel that, 
destroyed the people. It's enough. Stay now, thine hand, or stop stop your hand now. And so the angel of the Lord was was by the yeah the angel of the Lord ended it by the threshing floor of a of a runa. Arona, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. Very, I'm very. like. <laughs> Get all these names. Very, inter- very interesting experience David had there, and um, uh, an in- interesting outcome. Um, and I agree. Yeah. I'm kind of I've been confused too about the idea about from the hand of God or the hand of man. How much was the hand of the man uh-huh. would be involved? But very good. Do we give her? But we uh, we do see that David um, he did confess his sin, mm-hmm. and and he he confessed that he had been wicked, mm-hmm. and then he said, "But these sheep, these people, what have they done?" Mm-hmm. He said, "Let just let your hand be against I me." That you because, see that? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm through. Yeah, yeah, David had that humility, even when with his son with Bathsheba. You know, please don't punish the son. You know, he ha- he always. I think he had a tender heart when yeah. it came to his sins and how they affected others around him. Aunt Janice, I think we are down to uh, maybe our last minute before we go to the break. And so I don't want to. Well, good. But we're going to send you something. We're going to send you, I don't know, okay. it'll be a surprise. But, uh, <laughs> okay. We also, right. we love you so much, Aunt Janice. Thank I love you, you too. Bye for now. God bless. God bless you. Happy Easter. Um, one thing I, dad, this kind of reminds me, so the way we're going to come back and we're going to take a look at, um, we, we started John and before the program, we were talking about Jesus and him being fully man and yet of course God. And how do you, how does, how do you function in that way? In what way, what was God's? You know, what was his relationship with the Father, and did he have a unique um, hearing and understanding from the Father, or is it was it just, you know, just like you and I, or just like David and his understanding and his interaction with angels and with, the, I mean, here, you know, it is as if God is and David are just conversing. God saying, "David, you have three choices," and David yeah. saying, "I'll take the right, third one." Right. <laughs> and uh, so that interaction and that relationship between David, even and God, and um, how uh, you know, let's we'll maybe ca- talk about that a little bit when we come back into the second segment. Um, Jesus and his perfect humanity, but his also. Uh, God, he is God. Um, so I'll be on the Bible Live when we come back. Dad, thank you so much. Yes, our phone number is 210-340-9585. We'd love to hear from you, 210-340-9585. And more on the Book of John when we come back. the festival day, blessed day to be hallowed forever. Day when our Lord was raised, breaking the kingdom. Happy Easter, everyone. Welcome back. We are in the book of John. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. 
He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him, and nothing was created except through him. The Word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. So the Word became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness, and we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. Mm. What beautiful, beautiful words. <laughs> what a word uh, from, from John, the beloved disciple. So we, are, uh, we moved into uh, the Gospels, and oh, I, I have all of the Gospels. Um, I mean, of course, they're all good, wonderful news, of course. But uh, the book of John, special one, opens so beautifully. Um, he is uh, dead. Well, hey, actually, I, I, I do want to say dad. Dad is here in the studio. <laughs> That's right. And maybe it's, we ought to explain to folks uh, what's going that's on, right. <laughs> why we're gone, and why I'm Sound a little funny. <laughs> he does sound funny. No. Yes. So, um, uh, if anybody, I guess, that did not is listening and tuning in and uh, is heard the intro or has heard some programs or even the readings from the week, and Soapy Dollar's voice sounds a little bit different. Well, two months ago to the day, is that right? That's Aunt Janice right. just yeah. called and uh, and said she has been praying every day since. Aunt Janice, thank you so much. And for those that are aware and have been praying, we also just want to thank you so much, your um, meals and letters and prayers and phone calls and texts are just uh, more beautiful than these words in this book. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but they uh, it is just the church um, being the church, the body of Christ, and just loving on um, my father and just this dear brother in Christ here, um, Soapy. He had a hemorrhage stroke two months ago uh, to the day, and uh, so it's a little bit different kind of stroke. It was not a clot, which I think is what probably most think of when you think of a stroke. It was a brain bleed, so just a little blood vessel in the uh, basal ganglia of the brain, which is a very normal area of the brain for this to happen, burst, and and so there was a bleed. And it stopped itself, which was just a blessing. I mean, so many things, you know, to be grateful for. Yeah. Um, but it was in the part of the brain that affects the right-hand side of the body and speech. And um, Dad is walking. He is playing the piano, and he is getting there with his speech. He's uh, He's been working really hard and has just been... Uh, and 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 working hard to be able to come back and talk about God's word with San Antonio with any listeners. No, that would be the greatest joy to be Aww. able to return and uh, if I can effectively do that. But if not, I'll, I'll help my daughter <laughs> and I'll help my wife and I'll find ways to continue God's work and help contribute to the effort. Out at Lackland Air Force mm-hmm. Base and uh, everywhere that we have mm-hmm. ministry, mm-hmm. I'll continue to help. But just now, trying this is my first time to come back on the air, and so that's why we've been uh, yeah. we've been mentioning that so that you would know about it as a lis- as a listener. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we thank you for all your goodwill and good wishes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I'm thrilled to come back on Easter and mm-hmm. for the Gospel of John. Yes. It is just a remarkable book. Uh, John uh, speaks of Jesus as the Son of God. I, I was going to say he is more uh, more theological right. in, in sense, uh, it, it, but not not really. The others are theological, but the the emphasis of John is on that that experience of. Uh, the the incarnation. Yeah. What did that mean? And what, how did it work? And why was it necessary? Right. Right. Uh, those are wonderful, wonderful truths. And John, John clarifies. He makes it very clear. Um, still, some questions in my mind, and perhaps in yours or the, our right. listeners uh, as well. But uh, you asked the question that. How did it do? Uh, most people think of the incarnation. Uh, I, I, I'm just thinking and uh, speaking out of the experience of speaking with so many people over the years. Most people have a kind of uh, Superman right. uh, idea of the incarnation. Right. It's hard that, not to. Right. Yeah. Yes. Jesus was like Clark Kent. You know, he <laughs> yes. he was a bumbling, he's just a normal person on one level, but underneath he knew he had that uniform on right. and that, that bullets weren't going to hurt him. So we kind of have that kind of picture that that Jesus or mm-hmm. something like that. But mm-hmm. it, I, I think it's uh, not, I don't think it's exactly what happened in the passages carried out mm-hmm. uh, that Jesus was full holy a man mm-hmm. but and it was intentional. Mm-hmm. He had to do that was his role. He didn't, he didn't come to earth to prove he was the son of God. Mm-hmm. He came to earth to live out the perfect life of a man, mm-hmm. a life of faith. Mm-hmm. So maybe, that he could be our atonement. Yeah, our mm-hmm. representative. Mm-hmm. Yes. Our representative. Mm-hmm. So, yes. well, whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I think it's a very worthy um it's a it's a very worthy bite <laughs> to chew on. You know, I mean, Scripture has talked about you know it's 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 uh, the bread, right? It's something. Well, what is it where you um, you chew on it? I mean, you chew on God. It's something to really work on and to uh, let it uh, get all the flavors and get all of the nutrition out of it. This is one of those bites that I think is a very worthy one. If nothing else, it's also one that is. Uh, it, it is capable of a lot of chewing <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because it just takes, I, I think, a lot. But um, I also wanted back to John. I mean, just in even his opening, you talk about the more theological. I mean, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. He was, I mean, he, you know, he doesn't start with the genealogy. He doesn't start with the birth. He, he starts with this really just magnificent uh kind of mm-hmm. language and understanding of who Jesus is and a metaphor, um, the word and the logos, right? Is that the original, the, mm-hmm. the word? Um, and I, 
And of course, hearkening back to Genesis, where God speaks the word things into existence. And so Jesus being this word that through him all is a new creation. It is just uh, John's understanding of who Jesus is and what he came to do and who he is. I mean, it's, it's as if every verse is Jesus is God and Jesus is man. Um, and it, it is, it's very rich. It's a lot of fun. Um, Let's see, what else about John? Just real quickly, uh, written... This is, um, this, is, this is not John the Baptist. Not John the Baptist, He, right. he refers to John the Baptist in those opening comments, but this is John, uh, the brother of James, okay. sons of Zebedee, Zebedee. The, the fisherman. Sons of Thunder. Yeah. And uh, most people believe he was the youngest of the 12. Okay. And so perhaps Jesus had a special, just a uh, protective uh, um, inclination, maybe an older brother kind of looking out for John, the beloved disciple. Uh, Maybe because of his youth and his age, you know, he maybe had a, a more... Un, uh, uh, cynical, you know, not maybe a, a, mm. a little bit of a sweet, just like children, I mean, children in general, just approach to, um, to philosophy, even in deeper questions of life. I mean, children are more prone to ask, why is that bad? Why is that good? These questions that are so basic and profound. Maybe John came, uh, who knows, but came to Jesus with a little bit more of just a, very sweet understanding of uh, or, or, or maybe a humility and an openness we don't know exactly but no. it is maybe something to think about um, but this idea so you know we look at uh, as far as Jesus and his relationship with the father and his uh, uh, clearly his he being fully God but also, I guess it, it is important that he is, it is important that he is God and that he's not just a human um, because he claimed to be God. Yes. That, first and foremost, I mean, is that, pro- if he were human and had not sinned and could, I mean, and could he have, have been a representative for us? Could he have, uh, I guess, and if he was not God, but he had, but, but, but no, it couldn't be because he said he was God. So he had to be God. He would well, not. The, the thing I finally came to as I thought through this question was if Jesus is God, He's God. <laughs> See, uh, in other words, if he was God, he was God, and there's nothing anyone could do to change that. Right. Not man, it's not true. even right. the enemy, not even Satan. Right. He's God, right. and God is God, and that's it. Mm-hmm. True. So uh, that what was what needed to happen though is that. Uh, to pay the penalty of our sin, mm-hmm. to be our representative, our redeemer, he had to function entirely, function mm-hmm. now, 
entirely as a man, a man of God, a mm-hmm. man of faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the only, I mean, what, it was absolutely impossible for any son of Adam to be able to do that because we were born into sin. Is that, I mean, there was, it was never, so God, it had to be God to come because he had to start a new, he had to be a new race of people. Yes. So he is fully human, but he's not a son of Adam. He is well, a new race. He, he is a son of Adam. Some man, son of man would mean one of the primary references to himself. That's right. That's yeah. a, some man. Uh, so he had to be entirely, totally, truly a human, a man. Right. But he was very unusual, born of a virgin, mm-hmm. uh, we understand. The, the difference seems to be that Jesus was uh, one, he, uh, did not have the inclination right. to sin. He did not have the sin nature. I think that is, when, you, when we think Superman Clark Kent, that right there is, it's just such a foreign how could somebody it it uh how can you be human and not have that inclination to sin that that t- does feel like a little bit of a well, a little was, bit of a superpower well he was like <laughs> adam right. before the fall right, right. he was sinless innocence right. and but he never fell mm-hmm. and that's the thing that we see right. and uh some key passages of scripture about this experience are John chapter 5, verses 19 and verse 31. Okay. He reveals something about himself there, a kind of a secret that the, the way he carried out his ministry, his ministry uh, he was God, but he never acted out of his deity. He functioned fully and totally by faith. He didn't he did he did not do anything mm-hmm. uh coming out of his of his deity. I can do nothing of myself, he said. Right. Nothing of my own initiative, my own prerogative. Uh, as God. I do everything everything by faith and trust dependence upon the Father. Mm-hmm. Do you, can I read uh, that yes, real quick? Yes. So that was John five, nineteen through twenty one. Nineteen and, and thirty one. Oh, and thirty one. Okay, nineteen and thirty one. So Jesus explained, "I tell you the truth: the Son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the Father doing. Whatever the Father does, the Son also does." I remember when I first read that, I I said, "Whoa! <laughs> what do you mean the Son can do nothing?" He, you're the son of God. You can do anything you want to do. But he says, no, I do only what the Father showed me and enabled me to do. That's that's, that's kind of a, that's an interesting, I was going to say funny, interesting thing because what comes to mind is somebody just sitting doing nothing for a long time, you know? But that means... I mean, he lived a full life. He went places. He 
probably washed his hands, like even in the mundane. But the but the Messiah, uh, remember, remember true. That doesn't mean he doesn't know what to do. The Bible tells him what to do. Mm -hmm. The Bible Mm -hmm. describes the role Mm -hmm. of the Messiah, what Mm -hmm. the Messiah would be. Mm-hmm. The good shepherd, the, the door, the, mm-hmm. the, the redeemer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he knew from God's word mm-hmm. what to do, and mm-hmm. he did it. Mm. it um, a helpful phrase, or helpful that you've always said it. I, I don't know what, why I guess I'm, but it just that in terms of that sin nature, he did not have that irrevocable irresistible tendency towards sin and selfishness. So uh, like a dog barks, it's just instinct. Humans sin. (laughs) It's just what we do. And Jesus didn't have that. And that is a, he he was not born with that irrevocable, irresistible tendency towards sin and selfishness. That's the reason Paul calls him the last. The last Adam, the second Adam. The second Adam. Because once again, a human being, right. a human being, a human being mm-hmm. <laughs> approaches the relationship with God mm-hmm. uh, from the side of, of intact in, of, innocence. Right. Innocence. We approach the, relish, the relationship with God from the side of fallen, sinful human beings. Mm-hmm. But uh, he, but we can do that because he successfully did his work. Right, right. We have a choice because he successfully did his work and made a way for us to even approach the throne, approach God, and have that uh, become new creatures, a, a child of the second Adam, uh, grafted into that. Uh, that side of the family. <laughs> it's an it's an amazing thought, Stacey, yeah. and I hope our listeners appreciate it, appreciate the fact that this is a that that the gospel uh, is we view it some sometimes as children and even as adults at some level quite simply uh, that. He took the punishment. He took our punishment. It's like a boy in school gets in trouble, and he's going to get a whooping, a whooping from the principal. But then the uh, another boy comes and takes his place, and you know, it's great. It's simple. It's wonderful. Beautiful. We can under, we can understand it. But actually, uh, the the redemption process is, is far more complex. It's an actual, a new creation mm-hmm. taking place. Right. God is creating a second uh, race of humanity, right. the race of the redeemed. Mm-hmm. We are reborn. We are new and different people mm-hmm. because of the, it, it, it's much more than just. I love that. The, yes. Now you're okay. Yeah. One of my favorite uh, surprise, surprise, but one of my favorite, I guess, creative writing that dives into that process and what is actually happening is C.S. Lewis. 
and you know when he and it's from the Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, which is not my favorite of the seven books actually, but it is beautiful, of course, and it's which the most one? Which the book? Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. So that's okay. the one, and that is, a, I mean, the cross is as far as the metaphor in Jesus figure in Aslan. That is the that is the cross. Uh, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is, and uh, and I love oh that one part when he talks about the deeper magic. Uh, and mm. so, you know, Edmund, I, I can't remember. No, Lucy. It was when Susan and Lucy. So uh, Aslan is killed on the stone table. And then, uh, you know, the mice chew away the ropes and the table cracks. And Aslan raises and he's glorious in his mane. And I mean, it's Easter. <laughs> that's yeah, that's today. Yeah. That's what we're celebrating. He's risen. Well, Susan and Lucy are the first ones there, and they see and they and they ask him, yeah, like the women, like Mary. That's right. That's right. And um, uh, and they ask Aslan, you know, how this could happen. And Aslan, I'm probably not going to do a great job in paraphrasing, but Aslan says that the witch knew a magic, but she didn't know the deeper magic that when an innocent soul willfully uh, gives their life for another that death starts working backwards and uh, I, I I just I get chill you know that's, <laughs> gets it. and it is I mean that is the uh, right he's making all things new I mean that is revelation you know there will be no more tears there will more there he's it's a new dawn it's a new day he's He's uh, a, a new creation, and um, there is there's something there's that deeper magic still that it's a little bit of a mystery. It's kind of, a, but uh, that death starts working backwards. It's not that death didn't happen. It's just that that's now the beginning. It's not the end, and things that were all sad start to be unraveled and become untrue. <laughs> everything, uh, everything it changes. Everything changes. Yes, uh, and it's 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 beautiful. That's good it old really book of is. John. It really is. That's what John highlights all the way through. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, starting with Nicodemus, he meets his religi- yes. religious leader mm-hmm. that needs to understand this fact that you have to be born. Again, <laughs> so many, and I love the book of John. He's got the the seven I am's. Um, he's got all these beautiful word pictures. I mean, from the very first, of course, um, passage, uh, uh, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. He's the word. He's the bread of life. He's the door. He's the, uh, what are the other sevens? Should we make that a, a, a picture, uh, oh, a question? <laughs> yeah, just call in and name one of them. Okay. <laughs> Other than the um, bread and the door. (laughs) Other than the two I just (laughs) named. Uh, So name one of the seven I am statements in John's gospel. So there's seven of them. 210-340-9585. That one's a lot of fun. Uh, Yes, I mean, we've still got, I mean, this isn't one of the sevens, but the living water when Jesus talks about, you know, with the woman at the well, one of my favorite songs actually is from um you know that song like the woman at the well i was seeking i'm not Um, gonna i'm not gonna try to sing it (laughs) i can especially as a woman (laughs) um but yes uh i i you do i mean yes with nicodemus um and uh, 
Oh boy, man, wouldn't it have been interesting to be Nicodemus? Oh yes. What a, it's, what a conversation. What a chance to. In the television program, The Chosen. The Chosen. That is one of the more powerful do, episodes, yeah. I think. They did really well with that one. Um, well, you're listening to The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar, <laughs> actually here. Um, uh, and I'm his daughter, Stacy, and we're just in the book of John, this uh, last gospel. And we'd love to hear from you, 210-340-9585. If you have any questions, want to answer a question, and we'll come back after this break. Soapy Dollar and my daughter Stacy is right here, <laughs> ready to pick up the gauntlet. Hello, you keep yes. us moving along. <laughs> All right, it's ten o'clock. Just in case anybody was confused, also by that intro, <laughs> but um, yes, hi. Uh, we're it's the Bible Live. We're in the Book of John, and I'm so glad to have my dad back. Thanks, Dad, for being here. Glad to be back. (laughs) Aren't we, John? Yay, there's John. Um, Thank you always for the good music. And indeed, happy Easter. He is risen. um, And we. He is risen indeed. Well, uh, we are talking, let's see, the book of John primarily emphasizes. Jesus' deity, God as um, Jesus as God. Um, And. what that means, I mean, the language you were just talking about, um, what makes the John, the, this gospel, unique. It is probably the most theological of the four gospels. Uh, even with this opening, you can see that he's not beginning with a genealogy necessarily. He's not beginning with uh, um, the birth of Jesus, but he's beginning with this just beautiful the word became flesh, you know, and um, the word was with God, and the word was God, and uh, so he's really emphasizing that this is He, this is the Messiah, this is God, this is who has come finally, um, and uh, and and invites invites readers yes. to believe that and to uh, um, become. Um, Become a new a member of this of this new race of people to be to, born again. Yes, to walk with Jesus mm-hmm. uh, the, as the disciples did mm-hmm. to see that had to be a remarkable experience to live with a man who did not have that automatic tendency to selflessness, mm-hmm. to temper or. Had to be remar- remarkable, mm-hmm. and yet it, it's conceivable that God, Jesus, really lived it out. Mm-hmm. He, he walked it out. He patient kindness. Uh, I remember uh, Joshua uh, McDowell. Joshua mm-hmm. McDowell is a good friend. He's working with mm-hmm. Campus Crusade for Christ, and I remember one time Josh saying that. If Jesus wasn't God, 
he most certainly deserves an Oscar <laughs> because he he gets a perfect picture of what a, what a man of God truly right. would look like in his temperament, in the way right. he looks. His respect for people, uh-huh. the way he confronts evil mm-hmm. uh, fearless, yes. fearlessly. <laughs> yes. uh, so, and his, um, you know, and this kind of goes into that uh, that kind of classic argument, the apologetics of Jesus being God, that Lord liar lunatic that I think C.S. Lewis first coined, but. Uh, and I think we maybe have heard all of this, but the idea is that it's very common or it's a very, uh, uh, you know, I guess common thing for people to say, oh, well, Jesus was a, oh, sure, he was a good man. He was an interesting teacher. He had a lot of wonderful things to say. He was, um, you know, you know, okay. And, but he would not But God. he wasn't God. That's crazy, you know, or that's a, and Jesus doesn't leave that as an option. It's not an option to say that he's just a God because Jesus himself claims to be God. And so if in his claims, and he claims this directly, indirectly, and pro, is it, a, what's uh, the third? We call it dramatized. Dramatized, that's right. Like when he, the miracles, uh, when he calms the sea, when he raises Lazarus from the dead. Um, so dramatized his authority over things that only God would have authority of is his claim to be God. So he claims it directly, indirectly, and dramatized. And so if he is claiming to be God and he is not God and he knows he's not God, then he is a liar. And by no means is that a good moral teacher. Is that that's not somebody that we would want to base our entire life on or take cues from? How could you trust a, a teacher, a person like that? Right? Um, we don't. So, and and then if he uh, is not God, but he did not know he wasn't God, and so the other way that he could maybe not be God, but not be a liar, is if he didn't know that he wasn't God. He really thought he was, but he's not. Well, then he's a lunatic. He's insane. I mean, he might as well, he, on the level of somebody, I like it how you say in the readings, the level of somebody saying they're a poached egg or Napoleon Bonaparte. Uh, and, you know, that might be an interesting person. It might be, but by no means are they a good moral teacher. They're not a... You know, we uh, the mind is an interesting, crazy thing. It's worthy of um, trying to redeem and to bring back, but that is not a great moral teacher. That's not. Uh, and so what we're left with is he is either a liar, a lunatic, or he claimed to be God, and he really was God. He is Lord. and uh, And even then, you still have your choice of if you will receive him and accept him as Lord and surrender your will to him or refuse his lordship and not want to surrender, but he would still be Lord. And so those are the three, uh, um, the three approaches. Uh, Jesus doesn't leave. And I, that's, that's so very, you know, you talk about, uh, yeah, he, he would have had to deserve an Oscar to be able to have, um, to be able to have done what he ha- did and make the impact and have 12 disciples who, how many of them, every single mm-hmm. martyred. Um, all but, all but, um, 
John. John. No, John. Well, yeah. he was beheaded ultimately, right? Uh, he was uh, exiled, exiled on Isle of Patmos, and um, then you know, not I, quite I do sure. not remember what happened after. Yes, but I so. To uh, invoke, you know, the uh, um, the following that he did, and uh, I think they say it takes m- much more faith. <laughs> it takes a lot more faith to uh, uh, to not believe to that he was who he said he was, than to uh, accept it, to believe it, and then it's up to you to surrender your life to him or to mm. to reject. But well, we can we can kind of begin to make a way. Uh, through, we only read this past week. R- remember, you can go to the website, thebiblelive.com, and read through the Bible with us. Uh, we have the Bible readings are laid out there for you, and you can listen to the God's Word. Uh, I, I've been privileged to read the entire Bible, and to record uh, the Tyndale uh, publishers uh, allowed me to record the New Living Translation and broadcast it and have it for you. So we have a, a good, flawless reading of the Scriptures every week. We read, we read John chapters 1 through 9 this past week. And you can join with us as we go forward in uh, through the book of John and uh, the book, other books of the Bible there as well. But uh, go to thebiblelive.com. But uh, this week we read chapters 1 through 9, and maybe it would be good to kind of touch the high spots of what uh, uh, we mentioned John the Baptist, the baptizer, uh, earlier, uh, he is men- mentioned as well. Um, interestingly, uh, we have the uh, the experience of the the dove yes. on Jesus and the voice yes. of the Father, mm-hmm. the the, tri- the the three persons of the Godhead present in one yes. one moment. Uh, but most people don't realize. I, I think. I get the idea that many people don't realize that John had John had been given a heads up that that was the sign that he was to look forward to, so he would know who the Messiah was. Yeah, uh, and I first of all, John the Baptist. I mean, maybe it's just the name John, but <laughs> I don't know a single John, and I don't think I've ever met a single John that I didn't like, and I just. John the Baptist, uh, the baptizer, uh, in a scene. So this was a particular sect, kind of, I guess, a real a sect. The Sadducees, the Pharisees, and they have the Essenes who lived just outside of Jerusalem, kind of, and um, and that was John the Baptist. They uh, wouldn't, they did not cut their hair. Was that kind of uh, sort of a Nazarite was it a take on the Nazarites or maybe um but so he is Jesus's cousin and he had a full flourishing ministry 
I mean, he was well, a baptizer. He's, he's he was, a Levite. He's too. a Levite. That's right. So he was, uh, as far as his lineage, the priesthood. Uh, and he had followers and disciples. He was a teacher. He was a very popular one. And then here comes his cousin, Jesus. And uh, I just, what is that? My favorite, my favorite um, of John the Baptist is, you know, they, they say, uh, I guess it's his disciples. They're trying to kind of make it competitive. And look, Jesus is going to take, you know, your disciples. And John the Baptist says, I must decrease so that he will increase. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's right. Go to him. Go to He's the one. Not, and isn't that so, I mean, how many, even, even, you know, even within ministry circles, that's just in, in any capacity yeah. where there's success or, you know, there's a, a following or you, you, you're tempted to get proud or to, and somebody else comes along or, and yet his, that's just exactly the heart. That's exactly, that's, I mean, yeah. what a special, what a special person. I love that in John the Baptist and just his humility and his, uh, and the, and he ends up beheaded by Herod. Her, um, and, and that's, that's, that's the end of his ministry here. But what a way, I and mean, he prepared the way he did his job and he handed it all over um as far as yes the holy spirit um and the dove i'm one of those dad when you said um a lot of people don't know i don't think i remember that part actually myself did uh, that oh, come i was, was going to look it up and try to find the, the right so the sign the sign would be that a dove would yes. uh, okay this is given to john in advance by god when you see the dove right. descend on him, like uh, in the form of a dove, the Holy, the Holy Spirit, uh, you will know that that's the Messiah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't, it, I didn't realize it w- was something John had been told in in advance, oh, right. so that he would recognize Jesus. Because it's not actually in the book of John. Yet to go to another gospel to read it. Oh, interesting. Well, here it looks like he says, and probably in more clarity. So in the opening, then John testified, I saw the Holy Spirit descending like a dove from heaven and resting upon him. I didn't know he was the one, but when God sent me to baptize with water, oh, okay. he told me, the one on whom you see the Spirit descend and rest is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I saw this happen to Jesus, so I testify that he is the chosen one of God. So it's there at okay. least um, maybe not quite as vividly yeah, as yeah. it is other places, but especially the, uh, you know, I don't know that John necessarily knew it would be a dove, but he had had a, he had had a, a heads up. Yeah. God had said, I that will. was going to be his job uh-huh, to recognize right. and to Prepare. usher the Messiah. Right. Uh, forward mm-hmm. to present present him, oh. uh, and then of course to to help uh, to be the uh, the subject of that great song, "Prepare the Way." Yeah, right. <laughs> my favorite <laughs> song of all time. I mean, we needed John the Baptist for that because we wouldn't <laughs> prepare the way. <laughs> from Isaiah chapter forty, That's right? right? Yes. Um, all right, so let's see the other. So we've got John the Baptist. Um, 
And uh, that first, I guess that's the f- one of the first times that we see the, apart from, I guess, the creation, I mean, the, the Trinity, of course, it wasn't called the Trinity in this moment, but we see the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit together. Uh, we see that at creation as well, Genesis 1-1. Uh, is this the first time? Well, we maybe have seen it, but maybe not so overtly as now in this sort of new creation of uh, of man in Jesus. The clarity of mm-hmm. the triune nature of God. Yeah. Uh, there is something. I, I, wonder, I wonder, Stacey, what you do with Jesus' first miracle. I love Jesus' first miracle. Uh, how you, I wonder, I, as a female. Yes, uh, as a mom. <laughs> as a mom and so on. Here, uh, Mary, mm-hmm. Jesus' mother, seems to take a, 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 yes. guidance, a, a guidance role. Right. In this moment, a Jesus seems, from the language of it, mm-hmm. a little hesitant. Not hesitant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you make of that? Or what do our lis- listeners make of that, I wonder? <laughs> yeah, it's a good, uh, I guess, uh, speaking of, so listening out there, this is the Bible Live. Um, and if you do have any thoughts on that, on uh, John the Baptist or the Holy Spirit, on this first miracle in Cana, the water to wine, um, feel free to call 210-340-9585. We also have a question out there. Uh, the book of John, very beautiful language. Of course, John is also, this John is the author, we believe the same John of, of Revelation. We're second and third John oh, well, and, yes. the <laughs> and the book of Revelation. And he is, uh, has a way with words, uh, for sure. Pic- very picturesque. And this is the famous, he has seven I am's. So Jesus, as we had already said, uh, Jesus as the bread of life, Jesus as the door. So there are five other I am statements in the Gospels. Call in if you like and, and let us know uh, what are some, of just any one of those other seven I am's. And maybe we'll have a little something for you. Um, 210-340-9585. We only have about five minutes left. And so give us a call. Um, and we will move Tell quickly. me about your... Yes, you my thoughts. Mary, about this, the role of, of, right. of Mary in this moment, this first... Yes. This, not only the first miracle, mm-hmm. but it launches Jesus into the public eye. Right. That it, it launches him into his ministry. Okay. 18 years later, yeah. at age 12, he knew who okay. he was. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. We don't see him moving out and presenting himself in ministry mm-hmm. until 18 years later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I suppose he's an obedient son, a good man. He take care of his mother, take care of his mm-hmm. children, uh, his siblings, siblings, yeah, uh, and so on. Mm-hmm. But th- Mary, in a way, aids in this in this moment mm-hmm. to launch him into his ministry, right. Well, I mean, I guess just off hand, I mean, I I don't, I can't, I'm not sure that I can, just from the scripture, if there's anything overtly, except that he uh, is clearly uh, respectful and very loving and very, um, a, a good son. I mean, he loves his mother and he's, 
uh, humble in, in authority to authority. Um, so I, you know, I guess one of the things though that stands out maybe to me, we say it's the first miracle, but we also see Mary acting very confident that Jesus can do this. I mean, there's no hesitation. She knows he can. And you wonder if that's because she has seen actually more a pattern of miracles. I mean, Jesus is whole, you know, from, right? And so, and maybe it was just a kind of a quiet, humble miracle after miracle on the daily. Um, And you're right. She seemed confident that he could do this. Mm -hmm. So maybe in her mind, she's saying, it's time. Oh my God. I know you can do, you do this every day <laughs> with things, you know, maybe, I don't know. No. Um, and, uh, and Jesus, I, I think, you know, you talk about, or, or we, we know that he is, he, that he can do nothing apart from his father. He and the father are one. They are, they walk in lockstep. Yes. Um, and so, you know, that he there's was trying, it would, would in line with the will of the Father right, that yes. would be a given. Right. But, and also, she's his mother. Uh, you are to obey your mother and father. Yes, right. And there's a lot of, I think we see a lot of freedom. In other words, it's not as though that relationship and that connection with the Father stifles Jesus's creativity and his ability. Because when you would, when when you see, like I said, well, man, that makes me think that a person's just sitting there not doing anything because he can't do anything apart from the Father until the Father tells him to do something and then he does it. But well, it's mean, kind of the opposite, isn't yeah. it? Him walking in such connection with the Father actually opens up a whole world, a miraculous world of um oh, exactly. of creativity exactly. of 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 language of relationships and i think that that's this is one instance where we really see that i mean water to wine yeah. um in full so with full support and full of the father while well, also but, but interestingly uh, i think the authority of parenthood Becomes the seal of approval that oh, this yes. seems to be, yeah. this must be the time of the father. Uh-huh. My mother has, uh, I don't know, yes. but. Has very, and it. Um, I love, it's very relation relational. I mean, this is at a party, basically. This is at a wedding ceremony, at the party of the wedding ceremony. It's, um, it has to do with our very sustenance though, too. I mean, our, some, our, our, our water, our, our drink, <laughs> water to wine. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's very meaningful to. Yes. To, to Is the, it to, about marriage? Uh-huh. Yeah. Marriage. marriage it's a great, parenting. it's a great, yeah. it's a great miracle, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Good job. Uh, well, thank you so much for tuning in. That's the end of this uh, this program. We'll be back next week. Um, Soapy Dollar is back. So we'll good to hear. Give we'll the up the Gospel of John and yes. go uh, back to Kings. Yes. All right. We'll see you next week. Have a good weekend.
The Bible Live is dedicated to helping restore the Bible to our culture. Mailing address is P.O. Box 18888. That's Box 18888. San Antonio, Texas 78218. Hear the entire Bible every year on The Bible Live, weeknights at 9.30 on this great station. Then join Soapy every Sunday evening at 9 o'clock for fun, inspiration, and valuable prizes on The The Bible Bible Live Live Quiz Show. Visit our website, BibleLive.com. That's BibleLive.com for more information about Soapy and The Bible Live broadcast. You may also order materials at the website and make tax-deductible donations to help minister to our military personnel and broadcast the entire Bible every year to America and the world. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.